started here. But Leon the Professional. So, Zach. Zach DeHoyos, is that how you say your name? Yes, sir. How you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. Nice, 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 man. So, glad to see another fellow Carrizo in coming out here to San Antonio and doing some stand-up comedy. I think you're the only other one besides me, so it's... <laughs> I was so surprised. <laughs> yeah. You called me off from the stage. You're like, are you really from... You stopped your set, and you stopped, and you, you fucking called me out. You're like, are you really from Carrizo? I'm like, holy shit. This guy's about to make a bit out of me. And I'm like, and then it just kind of came together afterwards. You, you After your set, you told me who your brother was, how you came from Carrizo. I was like, wow. I yeah. I graduated with your brother, Greg. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, so uh, you're like oh oh, what ten or something? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Ah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, like like well, you see, you'll see a bunch of other uh, comedians from all over the area, right? But uh, uh, I mean, I've seen one one from Crystal, one from La Prior, but they come and go. There's like a high turnover rate for comics out here. Um, it's just it's it's a grueling industry, really. You always got to write. You got to be at the clubs almost every night and and grinding and you know sometimes you get a lot of drunk and it just it's 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 a lot for some people i think you know yeah, i don't really mind that i the way i'm doing it so far is i'm saying I, i'm giving myself like small goals like i did my first open mic at the lol club last night like that's big for me because i saw annie lederman there a few months ago it's pretty cool right and yeah it's like oh my god all these cool people here and yeah, now exactly. I'm here too i mean even if it's like an open mic by, by the front door it's still it's still pretty cool yeah for me small small little goals for me is what kind of keeps me uh, oh I, I think so too i think so too and you're pretty good at writing like your jokes are really well structured it's there's a premise there's a setup and a punchline and sometimes a tag too which yeah. <laughs> so they're all pretty well written jokes did you have you ever taken a class or ever read uh, a book on how to write jokes or something because they're really structured i was like wow this uh, is the f- i i grew up uh uh, originally writing song lyrics in class. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I would like write my own um, songs instead of paying attention in class, and um, it just kind of started from there. I didn't start writing jokes until recent years, but before that, you know, my my, my main practice was just songwriting. Oh okay. Do you do you play songs? Do you play instruments? Yeah, I play bass. Uh, I'm, I'm I play bass in a pop punk band. Are you were you in band or no? Yeah, I was a marching band. And I, I, oh, okay. I, play, I I played the trombone, but I was pretty bad. <laughs> but thankfully there's like uh two asians on each side of me and yeah, asian, they couldn't tell asian, asian <laughs> excellent exactly yeah, asian, I was, asian. I'm, yeah i'm surprised there's asians in carrizo but was that during the oil boom actually mm-hmm. actually that's kind of ignorant of me to say they're, they're, they're philippine but. oh they're <laughs> yeah yeah no it's 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 weird man because um yeah I, I, you don't see too much it's a small town right so there's not too much diversity it's like 90% Hispanic and then like 10% occasional sprinkled white people. white white people and there's like one or two black families like yeah. the doctors like <laughs> it's weird all the, Dr. Butler all and the rich doctors they all live by the hospital on yeah. the on the rich side of Carrizo mm-hmm. it's a small town so yeah you, you know there's not too many other famous people from there uh the only one I know is we had an there's an ambassador to uh, Africa that came out of there out of Carrizo yeah, yeah, under I think I think it was under the Bush administration or not Bush, uh, Obama. Where's he at? Where's he at now? Is he back in Carrizo? Uh, oh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty. He, no, he probably moved to like Florida. Churches. San Antonio. He's 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 here now. He's in San Antonio. You move to San Antonio. You get out of there real quick. You know, as soon as you can, Carrizo. <laughs> Honestly, other than that, the only 
celebrity moment I remember uh, Carrizo having was uh, Stone Coach Steve Austin coming to pick up his mail. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody got a picture of him. He was holding his just like a just like an envelope, and it was in a Walmart parking lot. They were like, yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, um, I think him and Shawn Michaels they they own hunting lands out there. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of famous people. My uh. Uh, my brother-in-law used to work a ranch, and he'd say, like, you know, he'd see a lot of famous people out there, um, a lot of country singers and, and movie oh, stars. Yeah. Like, ZZ Top owns a, owns a ranch between Carrizo and Eagle Pass, so it's, they, they have an airport out there. They go out there or not, yeah. It's like a little, their own personal airport. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. That, and that's, that's pretty much what Carrizo area is, right? Hunting and oil fields. It's a, it, it's a getaway for rich people, but for, for the regular people, we want to get away from Carrizo. It's funny. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. You got to get that out there real quick, real quick. Uh, I think the other one, uh, to another famous person is, uh, oh, there's a Latin Grammy winner from there, too. I forgot his name, but he, he always, not always, but every now and then he'll hit me up on on the Facebook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a Latin Grammy winner out from Carrizo Springs as well, too. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Is it Nick? Yeah, Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick Rodriguez. He was, yeah. he was like two years ahead of me. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's pretty He's pretty talented, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was in a lot of really uh, good uh, rock rock band, metal bands whenever I was growing up. I would always sneak up from my house. My house is right there down on uh, Veterans. Mm. And you know the parks right down there. Oh, okay, cool. So they would always have rock shows, and I would sneak out. My older brother and his friends would go because this is like I don't know if you were familiar with the rock bands. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Band '67, Lock '23. Yeah, these were unwanted penetration. Do you remember that one? I don't. That's a fucking good name. <laughs> that was that was my friend's band. Oh man, <laughs> unwanted uh, penetration. But I would, uh, I wasn't able to. To go see him, so I would sneak out like around eleven or you know, yeah. eleven or so, and I would just see all my all these older bands, and that made me want to start my own little band, you know, same thing after my brother graduated and everyone moved away. So. What kind of what kind of what kind of music would you would you be into? Like, would you play and stuff? Because you actually you you were songwriting. Like, what kind of well, music? Just uh, I was. Uh, what genre? What you say? Emo kid. No, You're an emo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was born, oh, I was born through that. I'm sorry to hear. Sorry to hear, sir. <laughs> I mean, there's like, uh, I, I can understand the cringe to it, especially certain aesthetics, but but there's also like emo bands that grow up with you and their whole, and, and, and their subject matter changes. There's a lot that's still like cringy to listen to, but it, the bands who stuck around, that they're actually like more, they're, they've become more humanized. It's, yeah. it's not just about breakup, like breakup. <laughs> I, I think so too, you know, um, and especially if you grew around it and you liked it and all your friends were listening to it. I mean, yeah, dude, like, I grew up listening to, like, like Slipknot and Godsmack yeah. and, you know, more, like, hard rock kind of stuff. But I, I listen to it now and I'm like, really? Was it that? <laughs> you know, and now it's just like, if, if it has a good beat, I'll do it, you know. Um, so that's that's most. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm the same way, too, with uh, easy listening. Like, uh, I listen to a lot of new retro wave and, like, synthwave stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, bands like The Midnight or Time Cop. Oh, no, no. This is, they're, like, bands, uh, they're, it's, it's, their sound is, like, a callback to, like, the 80s synthwave. And, you know, it's just really cool. But but they but they have some pop elements to it, some modern elements to it that I really appreciate as well. And and, and, and they're bringing back saxophone solos, which is really cool. Nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, this one time I was, where was I? 
I was at a I was at a late night club and they were doing a rock band with saxophone. I was like, what? You could do that? Like that's some Lost Boys shit. Yeah. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man, dude. That's cool. How long have you been out here in San Antonio? Been here for four, uh, four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what made you start and get into wanting to do comedy and stuff, stand up? Um, I just, I think it was during during the whenever the shutdown happened last year. Uh, I was just driving a lot, listening to a bunch of podcasts, and I would always just like say stupid shit to my friends and post stupid shit on Facebook. And, and there were some people who were like, dude, you should try stand up. And I was like, so naturally, I waited like a. You know, a year and a half. <laughs> <'Cause I'm laughs> right. Like, nah, you're good. I put it well, off. I put it off. I just, yeah. I would always uh, structure like uh, jokes in my head and like save them to my drafts, and I'll, I'll be like, just be influenced by like um, my favorite podcast because essentially, like these are all like kind of like just like misfits who got lucky and got you know popular. And I was like, cause these are guys who who like probably joke around the same way uh, you you do or I do, yeah, yeah. and they're just on a, a bigger, uh, they they just have a bigger audience. And I was just like, I, I could probably not joke around as good as them, but I could probably tell some good shit jokes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is, right? With, with with comics, there's there's a lot of diversity, man. We're and we're all just like normal people. I mean, we're all just human beings at the end of the day, right? But like, there's so there's such a diversity within comics. I mean, you know, all all the races are represented, right? You know, like you know all the ideologies, you know, all the religions and stuff, man. So there's I mean, another thing that I was attracted to is like the whole misfit aspect of it. Like you're just staying up late, hanging out with other comics, telling jokes, making fun of each other. It's like hanging out with your high school friends all night. Oh yeah, no, I love it, right? Oh man, like speaking of like it's like uh what's that movie uh. Oh, the Goodfellas. Like, we do what we want, yeah. whatever we want, you know? Because <laughs> we were like, we're, yeah, we're like rock stars and stuff or something. There's but. just that. That's just, it's just always going to be a, a good time, at least so far. It's, yeah, it's it's fun. It could be fun for, for like, if you got the right mentality, it could be fun, man. Yeah. And, and. It's like, it's like most things. You, you have to take in, like, moderation. You can't get too fucking overboard. You, you can't be drinking every fucking night. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's. Crazy with that, shit. that was my problem, like, early on. Like, I, I, I drank way too much early on. I, oh, since I've started doing comedy, I've gained, like, 40 pounds. Just oh. staying out late. And, and I used to be a sexy, sexy motherfucker, dude. Just. <laughs> but then, oh, no, all the late night drinking and, and. And smoke it and oh McDonald's, McDonald's food oh my god it, like almost uh, I'm pretty sure there was like a month long where like every day I'd, I'd drink at the bar and hit up the open mics and then as soon as they were done I'd run to McDonald's because so. <laughs> it was the only thing open right so but yeah you got you gotta watch that man so uh, and there's a lot of people who are like that too man who uh what are they called um. Who, who it's too much for them i think you know they get lost in that they get lost in the because i mean it's it, it is an art form right people like to do a lot of drugs and and alcohol in here man and they get lost in that man it's sad right because you'll see some people who who they got the talent and the skill and stuff but they're fighting demons too you know so and they're just messing up all over the place so you that's gotta the, yeah that's, that's like the whole like duality of comedy it's like the best comedy comes out of like misery but if you if you focus too much on the deep end or if you stay in the deep end too much you lose yourself and your ability to uh, create i think on a yeah at least from what i've seen in like musicians 
like coming coming, yeah, coming from the music scene and seeing people like that i think so too yeah like like <laughs> yeah like there's this thing i heard that like comedians and musicians are basically like uh they're, they're they're kind of like soulmates in a way it's like it's like <laughs> comedians are are, are are musicians who never learn to play an instrument you know <laughs> and, and, and what i think how does the saying go i mean it was a funny saying it's like uh Comedians want to be musicians, and musicians want to be funny. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So you said you're really into movies, into like gangster movies and stuff. Or? Yeah, gangster movies, horror movies, sci-fi movies. You like all the movies and stuff, man. What's your favorite movie yet? Of all time? Yeah. It's usually, Almost, a, t- it's yeah. U- it's usually a tie, but I'm gonna say Braveheart. Oh, Mel Gibson. No, no, no shit. Wow, dude, that's cool. That is a good movie. Yeah. That's a good choice. He man. knows his movie structure. He's racist as fuck. He knows, <laughs> he knows, he knows his movie structure. That's the misery part we're talking about, you know? Because <laughs> it's a little spice. Yeah. Oh. I, remember, I remember that voicemail he left. I forgot. It was years ago, but he was like, Do you remember the whole drunken voicemail incident? Oh, yeah. And I forgot who he was talking to. Probably his wife or girlfriend. Was like, yeah, I think it was his wife he just he's split like, with. He's like, I gave up my Lakers tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he had to sell yeah. something. Oh, no. I, I guess he, he was being sued or something, but that, that was just really funny. No, yeah, he, he did a lot of good movies, man. And he was. Oh, yeah, Lethal Weapon, Mad Max. Mad Max, right? Uh, the Passion of the Christ. Uh, that's a good one. Um, payback. I don't know if you ever saw that one. That's familiar. Oh yeah, it's where they rob. They he's he's a thief, right? And, and his partner robs him, so he has to go and get his money back, right? It's mm. pretty interesting. Um, that's that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, and then the other one is uh oh, I just saw Fat Man. You seen Fat Man? No, wait. With Mel Gibson. No, I've seen Fat Man. He plays Santa Claus in <laughs> in, in Fat Man. Yeah, and it's it's pretty interesting, man, because he's a. Uh, it's like if, if if Santa was alive in the real world, right? Oh, so it's like a, like a mature version of that. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He's like, not he's not all fat and jolly. You know? he's, it's, it's like it's like bad Santa. Type yeah, of yeah. He's, he's he's like he has deals with the government and stuff, <laughs> and he's out there like shooting guns. So it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. When did this come out? Because it sounds really good. Uh, last year I think. Yeah, last Christmas. It was on you Netflix know. or? It's on Prime. I know. Um, I'm definitely going to check that's, that out. That's, that's, right. that's where I got it. If it's a funny movie, then I'm definitely checking it's, it out. It's pretty funny. It comes out with... Uh, oh, I forgot his name. He comes out in... He comes out in a lot of movies. He plays the bad guy all the time. Ah, shoot, man. Ah, I can't even remember that guy's name. But the the, the, the bad guy, is, he's a pretty cool cat. You'll, you'll, see, you'll remember him once you see him. I can't remember where he comes out. In. Hmm. I remember he came out once in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Or was that one Justified? He was like the, the, the bad guy in Justified on uh, FX. I don't know if you saw that show. Uh, Justified. They have like really high hairline. Yeah, yeah. He um, came out in Sons of America. He played like a trans woman. Oh, that guy. Dude, that, yeah. that guy's always a bad guy. He, yeah. he was also in a... I, I don't know his name. But I know what you're talking about. He was also the bad guy in fucking Django Unchained. He was, he was, he was oh, yeah, guy. yeah. He is. Yeah. He's one of the bad guys there. Uh, and then... um, Oh, what's that one movie? Uh, it comes out the other Quentin Tarantino money. Uh eight was it eight something eight strangers or eight uh the hateful eight huh the hateful eight yeah 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 that guy he, he plays a bad guy right he, he always does it real funny he talks yeah his his whole dialogue nice talks seven and stuff. yeah <clears throat> those are good movies man but no uh primarily before before anything i was i was raised to the movies my older brothers watched 
What were, what so were like sci-fi horrors, not pure horrors. You know, I don't like Aliens, Predator, Robocop. Those uh, are good movies. Oh, this, the Van Horton movies. Or what's Species, uh, fucking Mimic. Weird shit like that. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I love the Alien movies. They're, they're pretty cool. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, man. You know, they're actually, like, really... It, they're actually really, like, pro-feminist. Yeah, the Alien movies, like, that's yeah. what they're about. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that. I was like, holy crap. Way, they're way <laughs> ahead of their time. And, pretty and, woke. And, yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty woke movie. And, uh, and Sigourney was fucking hot in that movie, dude. She was hot in that movie and Galaxy Quest. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, she's a cutie, Sigourney Weaver. Even now, it's yeah. like, ugh. Scurgy. So here we are talking First about... First action like, lady hero, I guess. Yeah. She had to be. Mm. <laughs> it's just funny, like, I, you're, you're over here talking about, like, positive, like, woman reinforcement. I'm just like, yeah, dude, she was fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I think that's that that should be part of feminism, too. Like, we should be able to... Embrace sexuality. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, right? I don't know. No. What was, what was the other movie she came out in? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which one? Oh yeah. Yeah, she was like uh, part one, part two. Yeah, yeah, she was a uh, Bill Murray's girl. And she was. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the new one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, she was in there too. Spoilers. Right? Yeah, that's right. They, they don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You ever uh, see? Uh, what do you think about uh, Star Starship Troopers? You ever seen that? Oh one? yeah, of course. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably one of my. That I think was that's... an amazing movie, dude. Like for what they did at the time, and and like what they could pull off with with the CG, like. You don't realize it until looking back. Like, like, it wow. holds up. A lot of the CG holds up a lot, too. I was like, wow. Yeah. It's it was... like, that movie's up there with, like, the, the first Jurassic Park. They have really good CG. Yeah. I think, because I've read the book, too. I think that's, like, one of the few, like, movies I like more than the book. Like, it's it's really interesting. A lot of times, I think the books are, are a little bit better. But, but that, that one was... It was amazing. One. Huh? First one. I don't yeah, the first one. Yeah. I don't remember the, whatever came after. Yeah, no, they were. I mean, they were all B grade, like you know, rip off movies and stuff like that. But that that first one it was it was so fun, dude. Like I think like that's one of the movies I could I, like every time I see it on TV I have to stop and watch it, you know, because just how great it is. So cheesy, so corny and cheesy, but like <laughs> they they go into it, they own it, you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't as, as far as horror movies, I wasn't really. Uh, I was really scared of Chucky and stuff like that. So Freddy Krueger and Jason, I didn't watch that until really? like, oh. yeah, until like later years. Because my, my like my family, they would try to like, uh, or my dad, he would like kind of dramatize me with Chucky. Like anytime, <laughs> anytime we're all like in the room and like he was flipping through channels and like Chucky was on USA and he would see me like kind of like recoil into myself. He would, he would go back to the channel <laughs> and he would do that back and forth and I would just get fucked like, up. Ah! Yeah, yeah. And um now uh but honestly the the horror movies I was really attracted to be- before we all slasher fix was was like the horror fantasy movies like uh, uh Friday Night, The Blob, The Thing, The Fly. Oh okay. a lot of movies like that. That's like what the, I love. Yeah, the old stuff. Yeah. Like the the new the uh Jeff Goldblum fly or like the old like nineteen forties. I, I have I have Jeff Goldblum. Fly. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Jeff Goldblum as the fly. Yeah. This on his arm. My favorite tattoo. That is cool. Heck yeah. What do you on this side? Oh, just like, these crappy punk tattoos. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this one I actually paid more money for. Oh, but anyways, yeah. this is like uh, some forty one art, and this is like the used. 
Oh, okay. So, cool, band art. I never understood that band art, but I don't know. I guess, right, if you're really into it. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, I understand. It's, it's like for everybody. I mean, it's not for everybody. It's because uh, what if like it comes out that like you know they suck or something? You know, or like, like, or, or like so he's a pedo. Yeah, it's like oh, oh shit, no, it's bound to happen, dude. They like, get like, me too or something like ah. Oh, no. There's so many people getting me too now, especially yeah. especially in the pop punk genre because like you know those those bands grew up going to warp tours. You know, a bunch of little kids went to warp tours, so it's, there's there's a lot of that that's been going on. Oh, I bet so. Like yeah. the past five 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 or six years or like within the, within the decade yeah Last man decade. there hasn't been like in San Antonio I remember growing up and there was a lot of rock concerts like San Antonio was a rock place in, in Texas but now it's not so much no more it's so weird yeah, yeah. because a lot of great venues have closed down especially since COVID there's so so many great venues that oh yeah down. yeah yeah. like there's a, they, they closed down Ventura which used to be 1011 Oh yeah, I did uh, some shows there. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful venue. That back patio was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they closed down the Magic Books and Records. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you've been there, but it's, it's like basically like a library. But they would is have, that off of uh, St. Mary's or no? No. No. Uh, okay. They uh, they would basically have it's like the setup of a library, but they had a stage for bands can play. So it was like really great atmosphere. Like they would have the lights off, and you, and you could just be back here reading a book, and this indie band is playing. This is amazing vibes. I saw this local band, uh, the Frog and Bandit. They're a really great band. And it was just probably one of the best shows I've been to all together. Not like, not like, uh, I'm saying like, that show was probably on the same level as like a full-blown concert experience. Just, wow. Just, just because of how personal it felt. It was, it, was, it was really great. But that place closed down. I'm trying to think it was. You know, we lost the rabbit many years ago. Oh, yeah. White Rabbit. Limelight closed down. There's a lot of great venues that had good punk bands come through. I know Paper Tiger, they still have punk bands came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every now and then they'll do something. I know the Casualties came through recently. Yeah. There's a place right across the street from the old uh, White Rabbit. I forgot what it's called. They they do some punk punk bands there. Oh, yeah, uh, I think it's the Amp Room. Is the Amp Room? Yeah, yeah, the Amp Room. Yeah, they'll do they'll do Emo Night. I went with a friend yeah. to Emo Night there. A while back and dude. Emo <laughs> nights are everywhere, dude. Huh? Emo nights are everywhere, dude. It's emo nights are like the new. Uh, it's it's the new eighties night. Yeah. <laughs> Feel old now. Oh, don't say that. Oh. No. no, but I'm I'm enjoying getting older. It's it's fun. Me people too. people call me sir now and stuff. Me too. So. I mean, I I just turned thirty like like last week, but it's. Oh okay, cool cool. So I'm just like slowly realizing that it's all downhill from here now yeah, buddy all right not nothing you do is ever impressive anymore it's you know <laughs> like when it's, it's funny like when you're 20 like everything you do is like people are like wow oh my god you own a business oh wow <laughs> you know when you're 30 it's like what come on dude it's never gonna work you know yeah, no, i'm like 30 and i still have a roommate so i have nothing to flex no 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 <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm a complete failure myself so <laughs> I mean, doing a podcast, so... I mean, everyone does a podcast. <laughs> but at least it's better than doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I always try to rationalize any other shitty thing I do, like when I don't move up in life. At least I'm not doing drugs. <laughs> Meth heads, ew. I have no but... ambition, but still, at least I'm not doing drugs. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that, man. I don't like, especially, like... I don't, I don't like, just coming up in, the in, in like, stand-up comedy, like I said, like, you see a lot of people... Who like it takes them, you know? Come and go. Yeah, and then uh, you know it destroys them. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stay away from drugs, kids. <laughs> yes. 
Mm-hmm. What other movies do you like, man? Let's see. Um, I like, you know, comedy documentaries or do- documentaries in general. I like... Um, oh, you said you were watching the... Uh, the what, what documentary, Terry? Oh, I was uh, about uh, Late Night Late TV. Night Show. Yeah, what was that one about? They just started from, I think, the entire beginning. I, I forgot who, who the original guy was, but he, he's the guy who basically made, made the format... And it just started off as like jazzy, like they were doing whatever they could to fill the time. Was, was so, it like a variety show kind of thing? Yeah, or? yeah. But they're doing like random shit. Like, like uh, he was the first host to, to just walk into the audience, just ask them random questions because they really had no, no structure, no plan. <laughs> so that's just really cool. Like that, that has evolved into what it is now, especially like through through uh, Carson and the Letterman kind of uh evolved it as well and now it's changed even more now since covid because like yeah now it's all just like youtube people yeah <laughs> it's it, 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 it's them streaming it's them streaming from, from like their homes yeah it's fucking it's weird and they're, they're doing what like we're doing right now just and, like <laughs> and, and like now it's just like you have so many so many people who are like late night hosts now there's like a nice uh representation which is pretty cool too yeah right you can pick your 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 Whichever one you want, which flavor, which flavor you want. <laughs> it's just it, it's just nice to see. It, it kind of sucks that it had to happen under these shitty conditions, but who knows? Maybe it'd be for the better, and especially because like uh, most late night hosts are online now, uh, they can reach a more uh, a better variety of people. Yeah, right. I like that too. That like, and all their stuff's online now, so you could just go and. Oh, I want to look up this interview with this this actor, you know, or this musician and stuff. So, it's pretty cool now that they just put that all out there. Most of them have it like, on YouTube. You could just yeah. Check. There was like uh, there were some old late night show hosts who just didn't think the internet was gonna be anything. <laughs> I forgot who it was. I, I I don't know if it was Leno or so, somebody, but it was just it's just funny how like uh, how things could have been. And it, it's funny too because like do you remember some any of those old people? Yeah, Leno. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to watch that with my parents late at night. Oh, okay. Like he would always do those uh, those uh, news readings. Oh, yeah. Those, those funny headlines. <laughs> that I look forward to those the most, and um, that that was really good. And then I remember the whole like debacle they had with Conan. Oh yeah, the Leno Conan and Letterman was, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was uh they wanted Leno to retire, but he was still on top. So like okay, and. Uh, be like, okay, Leno, we'll give you five years, and then Conan will come back, and then, and then we'll move Conan to your spot. Five years went by, Leno was still on top, and um, they ended up giving Leno his own primetime show right before Conan. Yeah. So that was funny, but Leno's show fucking bombed his primetime show because it was at 10, and, you know... Everyone's watching the news. <laughs> and uh, Conan... I think uh, Copeland was slated to go on at like 12.05 eventually, or 11.05, and he didn't want to do that, so he had just uh, wrote this like kind of uh, a goodbye letter to every, everybody, I think it was what, NBC Studios yeah. or ABC, well, one of those, Yeah. and he just, uh, he, he had made the switch over to TBS, Wow. and he was there for like a good five, five, or, five or six years. Yeah, I think he was, he, was, he was probably one of my favorite. I remember him the most because... He was so like kind of dorky. Yeah. <laughs> you really like him and oh, what was the other guy's name? Him uh, and Triumph. They saw comic. Yeah. Book. <laughs> I grew up on Triumph. That's another <laughs> big uh, influence on, on my comedy. Was watching Triumph. Dude, that guy is so freaking funny, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, something Spiegel. I saw Spiegel. 
Who's speaking? Yeah. The dog? Yeah. That's the name of the puppeteer. The puppeteer? <laughs> he, 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 he's also a famous uh, comedian. I, I don't know if he's... Really? Seen, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, oh, my God. No. Have you seen, uh, I think it's Wayne's World 2? Wayne's World 2? He comes out in it or what? Yeah. Him and uh, Bob Odenkirk. They're those two dorky guys who walk up to Wayne and Garth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. One That's him? Is, yeah, I remember that is, one. Okay. One of them is Spiegel and the other one's Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah. That's the guy from uh, the, the Better Call Saul, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Well, I didn't know, I didn't know it was him. I just remember Triumph from uh, the Eminem music video. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> doing, 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 doing. That was a big uh, <laughs> That was a big uh, exposure for him, dude. Oh, yeah. And uh, he also recently, uh, during the, I think it was during the Trump and Hillary campaign in 2016, he, he released a special, or a couple of specials, a series on Hulu. And it's still there. So people want to check it out. He just talks. Tramp the dog. He shits on everybody, dude. It's really fucking funny. If you have Hulu, check that out. Yeah, I might check that out, dude. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So, how, how long have you been doing comedy? You're only a couple of. Yeah. Not too long, right? Last night was probably like my eighth or ninth. Oh, week. So you still, you still got a long way to go, man. You yeah. still got to. Hope you stick around, dude, because it's fun. It's interesting. You'll, you'll meet me some new people and have some adventures like i say always stay late and be a good hang you know yeah that's that's what i try to but i'm also like a very anxiety nervous person whenever i'm talking to like a lot of comics are a lot, like you see it like in then when they're up there's upstage like some of the people who are like i think some of the greatest comics man like you can see that they're real introverts and sometimes i think a lot of them are autistic like yeah, so no, so i am i'm pretty sure i am on the spectrum oh yeah, yeah. I, I i bet a lot of people are i think i i think well i think i'm on i think like the spectrums from like here to here right yeah. i think i'm like one or two points away from it so that's that's how i usually describe it no i was like talking to my to the to the mother of my kids uh the other uh, like a few months back and she was like zach do you ever think that you might be autistic? <laughs> and like you know, me and her, we are separated uh, amicably, but it's just, it was just. Oh, that it sounds was, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are still I mean, friends. I mean, we, we 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 have two kids, so like we have to get along. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but like it was just funny hearing that or like uh, reading that from her. I was like, you know, you probably you 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 made you've made a couple of good points. I can't refute there. Yeah. <laughs> Because my, I have, I have <laughs> did you agree with her? <laughs> you might be on the spectrum. <laughs> I have, I have. I uh, looked at this. <laughs> I have my uh, my uh, oldest son. He's actually on the spectrum. Oh, okay. So that's why I figured. Yeah, well, it's a lot of like it's, they say. Some of it, a lot of it comes from uh, like uh, stuff, chemicals in the water, right? And then the vaccines. The vaccines, right? <laughs> And, and then, like, I mean, Carrizo, dude, I mean, all the chemicals they put in the water there. Oh, my God. All the fracking that goes on. <laughs> dude, I remember when Carrizo was a ghost town. No, oh, yeah. It was, its population was getting smaller, like, every year for, like, decades and stuff. Then all of a sudden, the oil blue comes and I used to work as a, I used to make tortillas at Stripes. And huh? I would be there, like, 3 a.m., and, like, the line of oil workers would go off through the double doors, dude. It was horrible, oh, especially at 3 a.m. It's the best restaurant in Korea's in Stripes. <laughs> it is really good. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking sneak burritos and shit. I'll, like, go into the 
I would go into the freezer and just eat them. <laughs> I probably gained a bunch of weight. I, I always get the 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 half chickens, the half chicken plate. I always get that. Oh yeah. yes, dude. Uh, I know our, uh, the HGB I work at. We have half chicken plates, and I, I try to actually eating half chicken is not that bad for you. It's like a, like no, chicken's actually really healthy. I yeah. Think. I mean, I guess right if you don't count the steroids. As, but... as long as it's not fried <laughs> chicken, you know, just like yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 really good, right? It's all protein and very little fat. So. But yeah, that was that 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 entire oil boom. I, I'm not sure if it's still going on. Just whatever. There's there's some remnants of it, but because it was like it was it was around whenever my first son was born when I first started having you know when, yeah, I, was, when yeah. I guess I had to get a job you know. Yeah, we uh, well I was I was living down there. We we opened a restaurant. We opened Wings eighty three when I was down there. Oh really? And uh, yeah, that was that was my me and my folks. We we uh. And we opened that, and uh, yeah, man, we like business boomed like real quick, like so it was it was pretty nice. How long how, how long were you able to keep it around? Oh, uh, for about two years, oh. and then yeah, then I moved right, and then I got out of town, so it was. Yeah. Oh, wait, so you you moving made the? Yeah, cause uh, well they didn't they they were teachers right, they weren't gonna. I was really the one who was operating it and stuff oh, really? and managing it, yeah, and all that stuff. So you know, it was it was a, it was a family business, right? And uh, they they mostly. And since they're teachers and stuff, right? Like they couldn't be there, you know, in the in the daytime and stuff. Yeah. So, but uh. yeah, I, I've had I've had a weird uh, weird variety of jobs. I used to work as a gate guard, as gate guard, and then as an ice immigrant guard, and then fucking making stripes at tacos and <laughs> uh, all that in Carrizo or yeah, or. <laughs> or, or, or that's how it is, though, right? You just take the job you could get down there. Shoot. Especially because, like, I had just had my, my my first kid, Judy, so I had to get a job. I worked at a man camp for about three years. A what? A man camp. Man camp? Yeah. That's it was right. the oil field workers' thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I was I was a cook there. And, um, yeah, no, it was pretty, it was huge. It was, like, a uh, thousand people would stay the night there. Jeez. So, yeah, we, we had a 24-hour kitchen. I was a I was a gate guard, and I would log in all the oil workers. And I would work from like seven to seven, mm-hmm. so I'd just stay up all uh, late, late at night in the middle of nowhere, and just looking at the stars. Or I, I was able to watch TV and stuff like that. But um, it was just it, that was a really nice uh, feeling, just kind of be alone. You know, even though it's Carrizo, it's really you know you're already pretty alone. Yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 nice that when you go out there, whenever I head out there, it's really nice because you can see the stars still. You know. And then I don't know. Coming out here, you can't really do that. It's it's, it's too too much light pollution. There's a quiet and stuff. simplicity to Carrizo yeah. that I miss. That uh that road between uh Carrizo and Dilly, man. Uh, I, I call that Purgatory Lane because <laughs> it, it like it goes on forever and there's nothing between it. You know, I mean, there's big wells, but I mean, uh, even uh, then, if, like if you like break down or something, like uh, so boring, so boring. <laughs> it's so boring, but. Uh, I'm I'm always gonna have love for it for Carrizo for like uh, all the friends I've made there and all the friends I've lost there. Yeah. And uh, just it's just uh, I I uh, think about it uh, mostly every other day because like I had because like you had the best hangouts in high school like not uh, trying to make the wall would y'all hang out by the wall? Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in fucking junior high too, and it's just. 
those days whenever you just wanted to make your best friend laugh, or like your, or like just like your, uh, your circle around you laugh, those are the best days. Because now it's just like you're like trying to make strangers laugh, and these people they don't owe you a laugh. <laughs> yeah, they don't know you. Uh, they gotta pay bills and, oh, yeah. and, and taxes and and do all your own laundry. It's, it's being an adult. Yeah, that sucks too. I mean. Yeah. But it, it, at the same time, it's also nice to keep busy, you know, like for like the, for like the whole mental capacity. Like you, you, you want to keep busy. At least I do. That's what I do. Yeah. Cause yeah. Because if I get stuck in my head too long, I just you know I freak out and I, I hate being at my apartment the entire day, which is why I've been going to all these uh, comedy nights recently because I just realized it's just like what am I fucking doing? Let me try and live life. You know, let me try and tell one good dick joke. <laughs> it's that's every comic needs one good dick joke. Yeah, I have so, like two or three. <laughs> I only got one. So, yeah. <laughs> then uh, I don't know, but um, but you do you do all kinds of humor, right? You don't you don't um you don't strictly work blue, right? Like you don't clean. No, no, you'll do some dirty stuff every yeah, now and then. Yeah, definitely. Right? I have some dirty, that's dirty really funny jokes. stuff set. Yeah, <laughs> I have some dirty jokes already in in, in my in my uh, set that I'm gonna use tonight. You you you've heard it. It was like from from yesterday. That's like some of the new stuff I'm working on. Uh, well, keep writing. I mean, they're they're very well structured, man. I'm surprised you didn't take a class or something. To, no, I just I, I read a lot and like I watched a bunch of like documentaries about like you know uh, creating art and just like uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts and if, if you listen to like just like the big the big names like Bill Burr. Yeah. I, I he's one of my favorite. Yeah, comedians. yeah. He's one of my favorite comedians. He'll tell you how to write jokes. Yeah, and, so. and he'll uh, yeah he he'll he'll, he'll throw in little nuggets uh, and I I love I love shit like that. Yeah. Like he had said one uh, one time, uh, don't don't use any of the words that are in your punchline in the setup. So like, because if you do that, it, it it creates a window for people to see the punchline. Which is why I, I I try to use synonyms of the same word. <laughs> I, I don't want to use C C and then the punchline has C in it. You know, it just it's it's just a weird thing that I've like kind of noticed. Like, it's working, buddy. So like those are some hilarious jokes you tell. Like and um yeah. So keep keep it up, man. Keep it going. All right. It's been about thirty minutes already. About forty minutes now. So let's go ahead and finish this up because we gotta get ready to go to upstage. I'm hosting tonight. So thank you, pretty pretty much. Zach, thank you for doing this, all right? Thank you for having me on again. Hell yeah, hell yeah, buddy. Thank you. Thank you.